she bought that? The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh, <laughs> bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. Hi, Johnny. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of The Fitting Room. Um, we are thrilled. This has been a long time coming. We have costume designer Brittany Griffin in the house with us today. Brittany has designed shows like The Crew, also Amazon's The Wilds, which just came out recently. She's a killer designer. She's an amazing red carpet critic. She is a very good <laughs> friend. Brittany, thank you so much for being here. We're so thrilled. Thank you so much for having me, Brooke. We've been talking about it for so long. (laughs) Hi, Brittany. How are you? Hi, Johnny. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, right? (laughs) Amazing. Okay, so one thing that I really kind of just wanted to jump into, because I hope that you guys saw this this morning. Here in L.A., we just finished L.A. Pride. It was yesterday. Christina Aguilera headlined LA Pride. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you guys saw this or not. What? One of her <laughs> outfits. She's like wearing like a Hulk outfit and she has she has a bedazzled strap on. Oh, <gasps> no. Didn't you see that? A strap on? She literally has a strap on like dick and balls. Wow. Green bedazzled okay. to match her her Hulk, her uh, Hulk torso. Yeah. Interesting. It was I was like, I Why? have to I have to talk about it immediately yeah. because I, I just it's like emblazoned, just like here. I should probably oh look at the God. image. Okay. <laughs> well based on the reaction, <laughs> I don't have to look at the image. I think you do. Wait, David, can you pull it up? Do you have access to that? Just if anyone listening hasn't seen this, you've got to <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite. I screamed this morning. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? I have one of my really good friends uh, sent me that image today in the morning and the story post disappeared. <gasps> no. And I only caught a glimpse of the Hulk torso, which I was like, oh, it's an O. Either it's by Schiaparelli or it's an homage. It looked like an homage because it was not that well made. Is it the Hulk or is it Shrek? Like the, you know, the, the TikTok. Oh memes? my God. It might be Shrek. I think it references Schiaparelli. Look up. <laughs> I mean, yes maybe but it's definitely like a it's like green like the hulk yeah, or shrek I actually mean, shrek is funnier you, so let's say shrek. i mean if you pull up the <laughs> if you pull up um the images of what kim wore from schiaparelli that looks like this that it's it's very similar oh kim petras kardashian oh kardashian uh pull up the um david do you have the image of of kim k wearing wearing schiaparelli when um, you have to remember this, the, the, the Hulk outfit that people also made fun of her for that. Well, no, I know what you mean. It's like, a, it oh, was like that. a Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw a glimpse of Christina wearing that today in the morning, I was like, okay, so first of all, who's a costumer for that? And second of all, whose idea was it to put a fucking strap on? Cause that I did not get to see. Can um, we- well, it's funny because I saw I was going and I have issues stuff. with I, I sorry no I'll, I'll let you go because I have issues with that with what it's like with her um I don't know wearing the giant fucking gown made out of fucking rainbow colors like that's just to me pandering to like the community but I get it it's supposed <laughs> to be like a festival of like yeah queerness and I was supposed to actually go I know you to were. see this but I'm like I don't know dude I have so many like issues. 
Well, I listen. Uh, is it allyship is, or is it just pandering? You know. Oh, I don't think it. I don't think it's pandering. No. No, I mean mm. she was headlining Pride, right? Like, yeah. and she said too. I saw this video clip of her. I think it was either early this morning or late last night. It's all kind of like blended but she said there was like this cute video of her leaving her trailer and she was like thank you so much for having me pride she was like i had the best time she's like i got to live out some fantasies she was like this was the most fun show like ever okay so i think she was kind of just like it's fucking pride i'm gonna do the wildest shit (laughs) that i can right and i was just like the the green the green for me is it like appropriative at a certain point for like very straight people Doing. to be yeah yeah but i feel art. like yeah yeah you see you get it that that's my issue with i mean it. yeah I, have fun absolutely but i mean i don't know something about it just rubs me the wrong way <laughs> like even saying like, living out fantasy like i'm living out my fantasy yeah like, yeah yeah uh, yeah but that's, i can't like, wait to see fantasy. what the republicans say about this considering they wanted uh bad drag queens well, Westboro Baptist Church was there oh, yesterday fun. when we were driving in because um, uh-huh. I was there with a client. We were driving in and they were like outside picketing and shit. But, and, you know, they're always everywhere. Yeah, they're awful people. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But anyway. um, well, moving on. I mean, because I was just, it was like right front and center in my brain. And I was like, I that, have, because uh, knowing obviously Brittany and I are always like okay. messaging each other about like what people wear. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we both do like the, red carpet recap thing oh yeah 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 um which, which i've kind of stopped doing because britney's so good at it i'm also we kind of like have like a little bit of the same mentality as far as like most stuff so i'm just Wait, like okay. britney's too good okay <laughs> great so you sound like a like a hyper critic okay well oh, she is okay well <laughs> i go in i go in okay. so hard that i've had i've had, this one actor from the wild was like are you sure you want to be doing that like <laughs> like what <laughs> like maybe you should take that down like what if you work with some of these people and i was like okay aiden maybe you're Right. Um, <laughs> that's that's also like why I stopped because yeah. I was like, you know what, like really. Well, yeah. mostly too with like because we do, we do red carpet. Like Brittany mm. and I both like we do red carpet. We do runway. We do like all kinds of shit. We do Met Gala. Like mm. all of the things. And it got to a point for me where I was like, mm, I don't know. Like I don't want to like talk shit unless it's you know well, we've talked shit about Maria Grazia. Well- <laughs> <laughs> but like during the pandemic, I mean, during yeah. the, I kind of stopped during the pandemic because it was like, or like right after, because I just thought that there's, there's so much like negativity happening in the world. Yeah. Not going to shit on all of these people for like finally getting out of their house and doing whatever they can to make themselves feel like normal humans again. Like yeah. it just felt wrong. But then what was the, but then the Met Gala happened. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm back in because you guys, everything. Which one? <laughs> Which one? The most recent. Oh, the most like, recent. Yeah. Um, There's just so much to say. I couldn't even get through it. I was like, I've got to get to sleep. Okay. Like I can't do enough of these. Why? Oh my <laughs> gosh. We talked about it a little bit because we had been on a break mm-hmm, sort of right month. around that time. Yeah. And then, um, which you were supposed to come on, I think, after Met Gala. Originally, we were going to do, like, a recap. And then, yeah, it 
everything kind of like shit hit the fan. But we talked about it very minimally, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Well, um, and Brittany, okay, so because I pointed out that you were a hypercritic, I want to know something. If we're gonna focus, <laughs> if we're gonna focus on like the you know the positive aspect of like people finally coming out and dressing up as however they yeah. want, I love that. Um, what's been one of your standout red carpet moments that you're like, yes? They fucking uh, did it. Oh no! I, have to get <laughs> <to> <laughs> <labor>. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it sounds so terrible, but I just remember the worst ones better than the than. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, there has to be some good. No, there were there were so many good things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not remembering them. Well, actually, you know what? I, I, I'm going to chime in here. Or maybe from history. I don't know. Maybe. What's... Oh, yeah. From histories. Yeah. What's been one of your, like, favorite looks that you're like, shit, I have to either, like, emulate that, replicate it, or something that you, like, think about? Something that I think about. I mean, this isn't this. I don't know if this is even fair to say because it's not, like, it's a costume oh, from a long time ago. Okay. And I guess the first thing that popped into my head was um, was Audrey Hepburn in My Fair Lady, the you know that that dress, oh. the mm-hmm. dress at the very end. Like, oh, it's just yeah. so perfect. I love that. Because thinking about it, like, yeah. Um, and I, I just, and it is so iconic. I mean, look at it's been sort of replicated like several times. Um, in different ways. Like I think didn't McQueen try and like I think McQueen did something with it oh, later. Shit. And I, then to... I think that like Marquesa tried wow. to do something. Yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. I love that. A lot. Yeah. Um and I just love it. I think that's perfect. I think that's a perfect dress. But um yeah. I don't know. That's I'm not am- gonna- <laughs> No, that's amazing though, because I mean you just said it's it's not like a look it's a costume you know and i mean you're a costumer by yeah. trade. costume designer uh, costume there is a designer <laughs> thank you so tell there us what is the difference, difference is okay so the difference between a costumer and a costume designer a costume mm-hmm. designer is the department head so it's me making the looks and the what i usually um how i usually say is like i make the looks and my team on set are the costumers and they take care of the oh. looks that they make sure that everything is um as it should be okay. so i'll go to set and i'll make sure and i'll i'll do what's called establishing oh. so the first time something goes to camera i'll be there and i'll be like yes everything's perfect this it's this this and this and then my set team the costumers they will make sure that it stays that way the whole way through so they'll track continuity meaning mm-hmm. like if it's two buttons closed then it needs to be two buttons closed all the time mm-hmm. so we're not switching back and coverage and seeing it change that yeah. would be a continuity yeah. error so they take care of that um they get them all dressed uh and um comfortable and um and they're just like they're like the lifeguards of the costume on set all day amazing yeah and then there's also costumers that in like prep or even like running throughout your show your movie whatever mm-hmm. that are out shopping that are like at the costume house like mm-hmm. pulling um, there's like levels of, I guess not maybe levels of costumers, but mm-hmm. there's different like costumer lanes, I guess you could say. Well, wow. it works. It works much differently in different places. Yeah, so very true. New York, um, 
New York works differently and has different names for things like uh, in New York, a costumer is just on set. So in New York, we would say an assistant designer or a shopper would go out mm-hmm. and um, and shop. Okay. But the, the, there's different unions and the, the lanes are different and it's it's so complicated to explain. But I've at this point worked um, in Australia, Vancouver, mm-hmm. L.A., um, and in New York and everybody works a little bit differently. Yeah. So it's That's very complicated. Um, fascinating. <laughs> so there's, I feel like there's like an underground network of, um, costume designers that are just, I mean, because you guys are the ones responsible for what we see on a bigger scale. Um, and I mean, if we're really going to talk about it, I mean, you guys are like the ones pushing the trends as well. Um, on that aspect, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, so how did you, how did you become a costume designer? Yeah. I mean, speaking of pushing trends, uh-huh. like the, my, um, when I was at FIT, I went to FIT in mm-hmm. New York, um, and you're required to do a senior internship. Okay. So, um, there, it comes with like a class and everything. And it was, um, you know, very analog back then in 2000 and. <laughs> eight um so we uh, looked i just looked through a giant binder of internships Mm -hmm. that were available to me and i think i applied to snl um and i didn't get it i was so sad and then i was looking at the other costume um internships that were there and i saw gossip girl and i was like oh what yes (laughs) what um i was like oh i've never like i've never watched (laughs) it was the very it was the first um it was it was just after the first season had premiered, uh-huh. uh, you know, and so I, I just randomly texted, I texted or called this phone number. Oh, um, I love that. <laughs> and the person that answered is my best friend today. Uh, was it Gossip <laughs> Girl? It was Gossip Girl. Yeah, it's I called back. Yeah. I love Kristen it. Call I love um, it. And, uh, I love and it. Just, I took like a huge shot and I just, it paid off and I went in um, and interviewed and I got the internship my senior year and I stayed there. Um, I was, a, uh, I worked my way up the ladder. So um, I was an intern, which meant that I was literally just being driven around by the production assistant to every, uh, every designer in New York and like just throwing like beaded gowns on my back. <laughs> like, you know, like, stacking the garment bags and just uh-huh. like flipping it through Midtown with like, so much like so like I had just I would have to like sign for like um like really incredible like jewels that were worth more than my life <laughs> right <laughs> like hey little yeah. like year old intern this like <laughs> we need you to sign for this hundred thousand dollar Van Cleve <laughs> thing for Kelly Rutherford and I'm like oh okay. my god <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that and then I became the production assistant and then I became the uh, costume coordinator and at Gossip Girl we split the role so I was really responsible for just I just went on vogue.com uh and just picked looks yeah. and I would just email everybody and say it's like just to get just getting stuff in so that the designer is able to pick from that um and then uh I was a shopper I was the assistant designer at the very end I wrapped the show out um and that's that's how I started but it was it was a wild ride and um working with 
I mean, I was working for Eric Damon, who's the costume designer of Gossip Girl, still is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> wow, the relaunch yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Which so I, I think is back. fucking genius. I'm so glad that they had him yeah. back because I just think that it like, it's all kind of very like, yeah. very much different, but also the same. It's like, you just like feel. Okay. Side note, Brittany, have you been watching the show, the reboot of it or like? Yeah, I actually worked. Um, I went back and I had some time in between, um, in between some design gigs. And Eric asked if I could come back and do BG stuff, uh-huh. BG meaning background. So okay. it was COVID, so we had like a, we had a core group of background performers uh-huh. that were all ended up being the students. So they needed like student uniforms, and they needed um, they needed like going out stuff, and mm-hmm. you know every every look that the um, principal cast would do they needed something for that as well mm-hmm. um we had i think there's like 50 of them so we fit them in like a whole closet mm-hmm. um and that was intense but it was wow. really, yeah. <laughs> it was really it was really good and it's really nice to be back home i mean it really uh-huh. feels like home gossip girl does oh, and wow um, i love working with those i worked with those producers a couple of times mm-hmm. um and they're fantastic i designed like the pilot for nancy drew but the same um, producers from Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. um, so I love uh, I love working with them, and it's sort of very full circle because when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the OC. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, that, yes. Right? yes, like that <laughs> was how. Same. Yeah, that's like I watched it and I was like, yeah. okay, this is how I'm supposed to dress and act, yeah. and this is what high school is supposed to be like. Like it was such like it was just so much a part of of culture yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word or mine then um no same and yeah right? i was and misha like, barton was... like i was <laughs> 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 i was her you know what i mean i'm like yeah i, I needed to find my ryan like i mean <laughs> <laughs> um, so those like those producers are the same producers from gossip girl so it's like i'm amazing being able to work with people that kind of shaped who you were as a yeah. person culturally like it's it was such a trip and um and yeah it was it was crazy i still can't believe that it happened that's but. amazing um, yeah, I think, oh, geez, who isn't a fan of Gossip Girl's fashion? I like, know. It's truly, like, one of the most, I think, iconic uh, costume design shows for y- the for, history of television. For that demographic? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, f- funny, when we had Chelsea here, Chelsea's my friend who's, like, the Hermes expert. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, well, I uncovered kind of late, she already knew, that... In, on set of Sex in the City, they used fake Birkins. Um, yes. And I remember, like, I didn't know that. And then I was like, can I tell that to people? And then <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker came out on Vogue reviewing, like, her best, you know, looks from the show. And she gets to the fake Birkin and she's like, you know, that's a fake. And then she, like, imitates <laughs> Pat's voice. Yeah. And I remember posting that on on, on my business account um, and someone commented and they were like, Gossip Girl would never... <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I love you. So, <laughs> Brittany, so, somebody came for them in the comments. Like, I wonder what's happening at Gossip Girl, and I was like, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, like, 
Off of that. So this interview is over. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I love it. I'm so <laughs> curious. So, like, you know, specific to like handbags. I mean, clothes is like one thing, but like accessories. Um, I often find just like when pulling for shoots and stuff, there's so much that like. I don't know, sort of like hoops you have to jump through. So if you're using real Birkins, real, you know, Balenciaga motor bag, like motos, like the city bag, like all of that shit that was just like so iconic of the time. And even now with the reboot, are you buying that? Do you have that kind of money in your budget? Are you borrowing? Are you renting? Definitely did not have that money in our budget for, um, for the original. Yeah. I really want to say how much money our budget was because it's so, but I'll just let you wonder. Yeah. It was, um, so the, it was all samples. Yeah. And I think that back then people were just more willing. It, I don't know. It could, it could just be because by the time I joined, it was season three and people, by the time I joined that part of it, yeah. but finding the samples it was season three. And at that point people had already, realized like the industry had already realized the impact that like getting your tank top on Blake Lively would make your tank top sell out. So we would just get, we would get massive amounts of stuff shipped in to us just without even asking for it. Whoa. Sorry, Brittany. Can you say what year that was? Yeah, it was (laughs) uh, 2000 and um, 10, I guess was the year that I, 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I graduated college in 2009. Okay. And I started, yeah, so it was 2009 was when I started. Oh, uh, cool. uh, like officially after my internship. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like a dream job, dude. I know, truly. Dream oh my God. job. For, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but we were talking about, um, there was a correlation between the OC and where you are now. Uh, what, yeah. what was that? Did, did we divulge? It was the same. No, it was the same producers. She said. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. No, <laughs> I, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Savage and Josh Schwartz. They both. Uh, okay. They're doing. They did that. They uh-huh. did. Um, they did another movie that I worked with them on. Uh, they did Gossip Girl. They did mm. Carrie Diaries. Um, Nancy Drew. All those. Did they do Katie Keene or no? They didn't do Katie oh. Keen. That's like the Riverdale universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did yeah. you grow up? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's you- actually how me and Brooke know each other mm-hmm. is our mutual friend. Um, yeah. From my friend from high school, who I love dearly, um, mm-hmm. Liz Craighead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works for Live Nation. And she and uh, Brooke met each other out on tour. On tour. tour. Yeah, with Demi Lovato, another Demi universe. <laughs> Oh, wow. She was in on that, too? Yeah. What was her role? Um, So at the time, the first Mm -hmm. time that I met Liz and we toured together, she was running sponsorship. So we had, like, you know, when you walk in as, like, a concert goer, Mm -hmm. when you walk in onto, like, normally, like, the mezzanine or, Mm -hmm. you know, that main level with all the snacks and da-da-da, like, all those, like, activations and, like, setups. her job. We had a couple sponsors on that first Demi tour, and so Mm -hmm. Liz was in charge of like coming in making sure like everything got set up correctly there was like a photo booth so she was like in charge of all that mm-hmm. and then I think she also helped I don't, I don't know if she helped with VIP but she was definitely like activation okay. um, experience which is now amazingly like she was just kind of doing that I think freelance and now she's like 
I think head of experience at Live Nation. She's like Dope. killing it, and she nice. does all the like big Live Nation events. Um, but yeah, luckily so, it was we met at a dinner party at her and Javier's house, right? Initially, yeah, yeah they were like, "You have to meet." They've been telling me about you for a Same. while. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I was just... in New York for work, I think, and then they were like, "Yo, what are you doing tonight for dinner? Come over." I was like, "Okay." So I was just like hanging out and, and walked Brittany, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've been waiting to meet you." <laughs> we so... just got along so well. <laughs> I love that. I know. I know. Kindred I know. spirits. Um. Well, yeah. moving on from Gossip Girl, which uh-huh. I mean, we could literally sit here for like three hours and talk about it. Well, I wanted yeah. to ask one question. Sorry. One more? About, yes, about you growing up, Brittany, and um, in yeah. Philadelphia, and mm. seeing. Um, was there anything around you that influenced your uh, penchant for costuming, or or any influence that I don't know? How did you grow up yeah. like with that? I mean, in mind? it's it's gonna sound well. I, I love I love TV and I love movies. Okay. I always have. Um, I also I developed like a real penchant for magazines okay like i especially back then because i was in high school from 2001 to 2005 so it's like there wasn't pinterest like there wasn't Mm -hmm. instagram like it was magazines and i was like obsessed with teen vogue and all i wanted to do was work for teen vogue and that was how i planned Uh like i still love teen vogue by the way i love that um like i i love that um uh I planned my my plan my college experience around trying to get into magazines and mm-hmm. I did an internship but I realized that you make like you have to be you have to be pretty wealthy yeah <laughs> to work in magazines like if you don't come from money like you have to I, I don't really don't know how people do it if they don't come from money yeah mm-hmm. um, truly uh, it's not enough to survive and turn the looks that you're expected to turn at yeah. work yeah <laughs> just oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work out. Remember when, I don't know if they're still doing this or not, but Uh like kind of like back sort of like right when like Vogue.com and I think sort of like right at the beginning of Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, Remember when Vogue would like sort of do the like, oh, this is what I wore to work today and have Mm -hmm. their editors like do like a look a day or whatever. And they would follow Mm -hmm. whatever editor like that week. Mm -hmm. And it would just be these like beautiful editors (laughs) and like all these like stunning clothes, which I'm sure like uh, some of them were borrowed. Yeah. But again, I'm like, how are you? What? Yeah. Like, where are you yeah. getting like, the money? I know to live. your salary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was just like, I remember always seeing those and being like, huh? But I don't think that they do that anymore. Brit- I'm, not, I'm not sure, but That's I don't so think fun. they do. So, Brittany, it's it's interesting because, like, it sounds like you and I had very similar trajectories. Um, I was in high school around the same time as you were. Um, magazines were, like, my dream job to, like, yeah. work, to work in. And I, too, had to climb up. Um, from an internship to become, you know, the head honcho. Um, so I wanted to ask, would you, with every, with how you grew up um, yeah. and your influences, would you say now that you have your dream job? <laughs> you picked a really bad time for me to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as, as Brooke knows, I'm. Um, we can edit that uh, out too. It doesn't. We can. No, it's just that we go to camera tomorrow for this show that I'm on, and <clears throat> it's been an, it's been like it always is mm-hmm. uh, a challenge. Television is is really challenging. Okay. Um, but so right now I'm like 
I just want to go to sleep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, go to sleep. I get um, it. But I mean, if I would, if I would, if I were to go back in time and tell my 17 year old self where I'm at, like I would be in awe. Okay. Don't and I think yeah. that that's like, that's absolutely the truth. Um, whether or not, you know, the day to day of it is not like extremely, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> extremely dude. grinding. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it is a dream job and, and it is incredible. And I love being able to be a part of, um, people's lives in like a really, really small way. No, it's like, not small. I don't think it's small at all. Well, just like the culture of it, like, because it was so yeah. important to me. It was so important to me as a teenager to watch the OC or watch, yeah. like, I also loved, I was like, very inspired by friends as a, mm-hmm. um, as a kid. And oh, I know yeah. that sounds so cheesy, but like Deborah McGuire, who did the costumes for friends. Like, I just, I loved the ensemble of it all. I loved where they all had their own thing that yeah. they did. Phoebe yeah. used to wear like, cyber dots, like Jean-Paul <laughs> Like, yeah, I love, I love friends. I also grew up with friends. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was how you experience it's how you experience the world in a way is yeah. is through television a little bit, and it's like yeah. I I love being a part of people's lives like that. I think that's just really really cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, I I think it's a it is a dream job. Amazing. I'm just tired. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So am I. Hence the sunglasses. It's not not for yeah. nothing that I'm like hiding. <laughs> I am extremely exhausted. Well, <laughs> but we're here. We are here, and. Uh, <laughs> There's there is something that I was kind of like pressing that I just kind of wanted to bring up. Um, so speaking of friends, speaking of these shows that we like either revisit or we go back to or maybe it's in syndication. One of my favorite shows of all time um, is Law and Order SVU. <laughs> and I know, I know that you did some time on Law and Order SVU. And so I'm just like, I need to know, I need to know everything because like it's. Love the choice of words of did some time. I know, SVU. right? No pun intended. <laughs> I was about to, I was like, that was good. That was a great um, pun. SVU is absolutely iconic. It's the. It really is. I, Right now, it's the oldest show in New York, so it's like, wow. I mean, it's 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 at Chelsea Piers. They film it at Chelsea Piers um, in an office that they inherited from the from regular Law and Order. Oh, so yeah. they call um, just a little inside scoop. They call regular Law and Order the mothership. <laughs> so, like, if you're in the if you're in the Law and Order universe, um, the mothership is the original. That's incredible. <laughs> So um, we they inherited the SVU and inherited the space of the mothership. So it's like the old, it's so old school and like it's like just so like we have to walk through the courtroom to get to our offices. Whoa. Like there's there's just so many quirky fun things about working for SVU. Like um, <laughs> this is extremely random, but like uh, there's. My chiropractor, I met him on set at SVU. Um, so like Sorry. he's like his dad is a grip, I think, and so he oh like God. he would come he'd come in with his table and adjust everyone. Yeah, nice. so like I love it when that happens on set when there's like oh my God when producers like bring in yeah. a chiropractor or something or like a masseuse and you're just like I'm fucking living. It's not even the producers; it was just him it was being just like him. 20 bucks, 
20 bucks to yeah. adjust yourself. And like every, every walk of life, he's like set up his table in the courtroom. So you're like in the courtroom of <laughs> Law and Order at CU. Tell me someone has a photo of that. Please tell me like, someone oh has God. a photo of that. I don't that. think so, but I, it's burned in my memory forever. Epic. And so it would just be like that. It would just happen on Thursdays. Like, and then you just see like old, like 70 year old grips, like walking around <laughs> like, their back because they just got adjusted. Like, um, but it was, yeah, I mean, there's so, it's so, it's so great. I mean, like that show, I would love to design that show. It's just so, it's on rails. It's iconic. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Joe Biden came once when I was there. What? Like, so his like, <laughs> yeah, because he did a little guest star. And so they had to send his like, his little secret service team ahead of time to check out our like, <laughs> raggedy office. Was this when he was VP or this was before that? This was when he and was, v- was, this was It was after he, he was not in office. Okay. I don't so he was one of the 70 year old Gribs. He was working with Mariska on her um, on her charity. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. A lot. Um, which and her charity goes a lot goes towards um, raises money to process uh, backlogged rape kits. Oh, my God, um, it does. I'm pretty sure a Joyful wow, Heart Foundation. Oh, yeah. That's what their main objective is. Um, and other thing, amongst other things. Uh, but yeah, he came and did like a little guest star spot in the show. There's just so many, there's, I wasn't there for that long, but I yeah. have so many fond memories of that, <laughs> <laughs> that experience because I also really love SVU. Yeah. So like usually when you're just like jumping into a show in the middle of it, you're like, God, I've got no idea what's going on. I need to read a script. And I'm like, I know this person. I know that person. Yeah. I know everything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need any catch up time. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> so it was kind of great. I did a movie years ago. It was like probably, was it my last movie? It was my last movie. I did this really crazy um, indie film called Max Rose with Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, um, was very good friends with Detective Munch, Richard Belzer. <laughs> and I remember being <laughs> on set one day and like getting a call because uh, we, Jerry Lewis and I had, had just, you know, it's like you're hanging out on set, you're with, you yeah. know, your cast. And it's just like being so close, like vicinity to them as, you know, someone in costumes is. I mean, we see them every single day. We're touching them every day. It's like very, yeah. very intimate. Um, and so at some point, Jerry and I had had a conversation about how much I loved Law & Order SVU. And so I get a call on the radio and I like go to Jerry's trailer and I open it up and fucking Richard Belzer <laughs> is sitting there. And I I, ha- I just started crying. <laughs> I was just like, I, and really? it's so funny because like Aww. we talk about this, Johnny, you and I like uh-huh. just being around like celebrities and actors and like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I mean, especially in now living in L.A., you see them all the time. It's like, whatever. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But you're clients now. No, but, but like, there's those people. There's certain people. And I've only had, yeah. like, those visceral reactions uh-huh. to, like, maybe a handful of people. And Richard oh. Belzer was yes. one of them. <laughs> no, it's the same. Thing. And it was so, like, it's just. It's, and Gary Oldman. It's nostalgia. So Gary Oldman was yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, it's the nostalgia for me. Totally. Like I was working on, I was working. 
And I, I regret doing this every time I do it. I never learned my lesson. Like the people <laughs> that you work with, you're just like, do I tell them that they were like a huge part of my childhood or do I just, yeah. just let them live their life? Right. And like the answer is always just let them live their life. Yeah. But then like I'll be in a room alone with Anthony Edwards and I'll be like, <sighs> You're so important to me. And then there's like too much time to end. Like that was so awkward. My costumer was like, what's wrong with you? Like, really? <laughs> what did you work well, with yeah, Anthony like, on? What huh? What did you work with Anthony on? Oh, Billions? Because it's another show that Eric also designed. Eric Wait, David designed. He so was on Billions? On. For a hot minute, yeah. Maybe that's a season I'm I haven't watched yet. I fucking love Billions and I want to talk to you about Billions too because <laughs> that's like a, Billions and Succession are like at the same sort of like luxury level where it's like yeah. you know you're shopping like Laura Piana and like all these like major luxury brands that are like not clockable. Okay. <laughs> you know it's it's that right. it's that level where it's just like like the row. Like the row. Like yeah. Brunello Cuccinelli. Brunello. Yeah. yeah, it's like all that shit and I I yeah. did want to touch point on oh, yeah. on billions cuz I do know that you worked. Anthony Edwards Be- was on billions. Before we go to <gasps> billions though and on the like on the term <laughs> or on the topic of high luxury levels um I the Birkins on in Gossip Girl. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> I want to I want <laughs> I want Let's to talk about <laughs> Did they have names, like sizes? What uh, I want to know. Um, okay, no, you said that they were samples, right? No. What so were they? we never used, we. the only time we ever used Birkins in yeah. my memory, which was not, this does not include season one or two, mm-hmm. really. But like, uh, it was just Kelly Rutherford's personal, <laughs> personal bags. I love that. Yeah. Um, and that was the, that was how we were able to use them. But it's, it's like, I think it's an FCC violation to say that something is a, say that something is a Birkin and have it not be a Birkin. If you verbally oh. say that Chanel bag, like it has to be a Chanel bag. Oh, wow. Oh, that and is it, fascinating. It was also like complicated because. The, at, at one point, Blake was a Chanel girl yep. while we were shooting. And so we had to, like, if we we're ever going to put Blake in Chanel, we had to also put someone else in Chanel at the same time. Otherwise, it's like, like, it was pitched to me as if it was like an FCC problem, unless we were able to act like distribute the uh, the Chanel on on enough people to make it not seem like it's was like a quid pro quo kind of yeah situation, whoa you know? i dig whoa. it yeah i love knowing all of this uh Brittany, you know i i say all the time that like i'm, I'm pretty much i'm so happy with uh the work that i do and i'm so happy to be able to connect with you know people like you um yeah I, I yeah i i i'm really happy where <laughs> i'm at and but there's still something missing. Like, I want to do what you're doing. I want to be, you know, I want to costume design something. I want to assist in something. So I, yeah. I, I keep on throwing that out there. I had, yeah, I'm. You'll do it. Yeah. And I'm You'll so, I'm so thrilled and I'm so honored to have you here. Like, you're literally like one of the, yeah. And then don't ever diminish like your influence because of like through your work. It's like you've you've put in the legwork, you are where you mm-hmm. are because uh, people trust your vision and what you're doing. 
Um, and Thanks, yeah, Johnny. I love that. Wow, her whole bag collection was. And then did it have its own security going back to the bags on <laughs> Gossip Girl? <laughs> oh, Kelly's. <you laughs> oh, yeah. No, so I think it was just she just brought it when she was supposed to bring it. She okay. never left it. I don't think. Yeah, um, but we did have we did have theft, Stop. and there was the um there was the most janky security system that we came up with. Um, it was not like it was so easily bypassable. Um, we, like thread like a cable through all the handles of the bags and like chain them to the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We didn't know what else to do. Damn. But somebody somebody broke into the department and stole like a lot of stuff. But it was clearly somebody that didn't know what they were stealing oh. because it was like a juicy bag got stolen. Stop. But then like, but like then there was other like there was a Chanel bag like right next to it that didn't get stolen. It what? was like somebody just like scooped everything and left. Or but then but one of the things they scooped was like a real like crocodile Ferragamo bag. Oh shit! And it was yeah. It, it was, was probably it was probably for her daughter. You know, the juicy bag was for her daughter, <laughs> and the the Ferragamo, the Ferragamo was for went for someone, yeah, who knew what they were stealing. Oh no, this was this was something inside that was organized. Um, Johnny's <laughs> gonna get to the bottom of it. A ten-year-old case. <laughs> we're hot on the trail. I mean, we're talking about SVU. I mean, like, I know. it's very fitting. Oh my this god, this is hilarious. I mean, things get stolen from costume departments all the time because our trucks are on the street. Oh, so yeah. like yeah. this one time on this one time on Gossip Girl, somebody just walked like somebody walked in off the street, took a costume out of the trailer, and left with it. And then the actor went to go change and they were like, um, where's my suit? <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Had it been established? I don't remember if it had been established. Yeah. I wasn't the assistant, but it was <laughs> it, it was uh, Bart Bass. Uh, oh, lovely, my God. Um, just like and um, I'm asking just for a friend, where does the um, truck with all the costumes park? Usually? <laughs> I, I have an answer for that. Tra- I have an answer on for the that. intersection it's, of. It's always furthest from set. We're always yes, it is. <laughs> we are always put. We are always fucking put furthest from set. In terms of uh, labor and the environment, do you feel that in a project like that, who is the most neglected? Is it wardrobe? Is it hair? Is it makeup? Is it like, I want to know. Brittany, tell me what's your input. I bet every department feels like the most neglected at some time. Everybody, basically, I personally think that every single, every single department is is integral to the project happening. 100%. Like if you lose one person or one department, does it doesn't have the support that they need, then like it's not going to be as good as it could have been. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's obviously there's certain shows like Gossip Girl where it's like a huge reason why a lot of people are watching are the costumes. Right. So yeah. that's like but it's not like we get special treatment or consideration really. I mean our budget was <laughs> so okay and then now I, again I would I would love to know so you've said that you've worked in various different countries uh mm-hmm. how I want to know like what in terms of that what what's that like what what's the budget layout like what what's the, what did you like from working in Australia did you say yeah Australia <clears throat> versus so working Australia. in New York things like that like I mean, I guess the good thing about working in Australia or Canada is that the U.S. dollar goes further mm. <laughs> in both of those places. 
Um, the bad thing being that if you're making a show about America, but outside of America, then you're going to struggle getting yeah. what it is that you need. If I'm That was what I found on the wilds was mm-hmm. that we were in this like very cute beach town um, in Australia that was about an hour and a half, two hours away from Brisbane. Okay. So okay. it was, it was like, it was very beachy. There's a lot of linen. There's a lot of beautiful Australian designing designer dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a lot of like American teenage sportswear. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> And even when there was, they uh, Australia has a very small population, oh. um, so they don't have they don't have a ton of stuff. They yeah. just don't have the need for it because there's not that many human beings there to buy it. So they'll buy a size run of mm-hmm. something. Well, if I'm working on a show with teenagers on a deserted island, yeah, like I need multiples, so I need twenty of those t-shirts. Like yeah. I need 20 of those pants. I need 10 of those shoes so that I can make it through. So that was a real, that was a real struggle and a half. How did you yeah. solve that? I made a lot of shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Especially for my fashion kid. Uh-huh. I ended up just um, really making, really making stuff on the fly with mm-hmm. a team that is um, because in Australia, they are accustomed to not being able to get the volume that it, they need they're mm-hmm. just really good at whipping things up and making their resources work for them okay. so i have this incredible tailor who is so fast um and and that was that saved me for sure i mean my whole team saved me on that show but wow yeah shout and- out to vanita my tailor <laughs> <laughs> the australian tailor um, yeah. i love that one thing yeah. that i know that you did have to make a lot of for your quote unquote fashion kid um, yeah. was the Jonathan Anderson slide sandals with the big buckle. <laughs> oh yeah! So we put him um, we put him in JW Anderson shoes, um, uh-huh. but then he he needed to be able to to walk. So we added a we added like a back strap to it, like yeah. a we made them slingbacks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who, wait, can we clarify who he is? Miles Gutierrez Riley is the actor that played Ivan, who mm. is the who the character is that was wearing our slingback um JW Anderson slides. Why did you Those have to ones. make so many? Well, because he so the premise of the show is that these kids get stranded on a deserted island and they don't have any of their stuff with them. Only in this season, only one suitcase washes the shore. Okay. And it's not the fashion kid suitcase. It's like the um, <laughs> The 50-year-old man trapped in a 17-year-old body suitcase washes up. Okay. So the only thing that the only thing that Miles, uh-huh. uh, the actor, had to wear was what he wore on the plane. Okay. Yeah. So then I need to make sure that I have multiples of everything that he's wearing because there's different levels of distressing that his clothing needs to go through. And if we go if we go back in time in the story, I need to make sure that I have that earlier level mm-hmm. ready. So there's different, the, so like the shoes we had in different stages. Mm. There's like the brand new stage. There's like the couple of days in, like later, and then like the last stage of these shoes. So we needed a good deal of them. Also, he had a stunt double. They all did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Got so the, you have the, to have the, the stunt, the stunt doubles. Okay, so yeah. how many of these sandals did you have to make? I think that I had, to be clear, we did buy them. We just, 
adjusted them. Okay. <laughs> I wow. don't want J.W. Anderson coming for me for stealing his shoes. Okay. Okay. I didn't knock them off. Okay. Um, I just did the they, same thing for a project, so I'm also like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we bought it. Um, it's okay. I'm about to start had, something like I that think, tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm cutting up some poochie in the office, just like... <gasps> And seeing what happens with it. Uh, you'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. We cut things up all the time. It's like, yeah. I mean, Brittany, it's like, what are we supposed to do? I like, you order 20 pants of something, and where does it go? Is my question. Oh, like after you're done mm-hmm. shooting? Oh, after. Yeah. So after it goes to, uh, it gets boxed up mm-hmm. and sent back to for us it's abc so it's uh sent back to abc did they they just house it there mm-hmm. until the show um comes back so we're we haven't found out yet if we're going to get the pickup but if we do then all the things that i have from those seasons needs to come back to wherever the show is going to film mm-hmm. um because if we need to go back and do any um Maybe maybe there's going to be a scene where he remembers something that happened on the island and we need to shoot that. Yeah. So I need to be able to have those things. So, but I mean, like on Gossip Girl, I wrapped out that seat. I wrapped out the whole series. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing was archiving, archiving all the looks that were important that they wanted to keep together for posterity. Mm-hmm. And then um, making a whole bunch of marketing looks that marketing could take uh, and travel around the world and then um making they wanted some looks that they could give away and um so i we did all of those and then anything that wasn't iconic would just it still belongs to in gossip girls case it still belongs to warner brothers yeah so it goes and gets shipped to warner brothers and then warner brothers if it's not an archived piece it goes into their stock Mm -hmm. and then they rent it out to other shows yep and then we get to go and like pull. So that's mm-hmm. like part of the fun as you're working on new projects or you're going to Costume House to like pull for whatever you're working on is you'll sometimes you'll find stuff that you recognize from like something Stop. else. For yeah. instance. That's fun. For instance, um, hilariously, this happened. Shit. When was I there? Like two weeks ago, I had to make a return to Universal Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I meant to send you this, Brittany. And I was like in the middle of like 45 things, but I was walking into Universal and they were just receiving also. So like when you send out your inventory to holding, they you're technically supposed to hold it. It's like for a few years like it, it oh, yeah. the process takes a long fucking time until those pieces reach like stock to uh-huh. the costume house so uh, a couple weeks ago I was walking in and they just received all the boxes from the Irishman and I meant to text you oh my god really <laughs> yeah I meant to text you because I was like oh my god um so yeah so like but okay pulling costume like a costume houses you'll pull stuff out and you'll be like mm-hmm. oh shit like i know whatever this was like a piece used on you know any i mean it's tons of stuff can you ever purchase these pieces from no no Mm-mm. wow i mean sometimes Rarely. they have sales it kind of depends on it depends on the show it depends on how much they care about the costumes it depends on how over budget they are they're trying yeah. to funds. um it depends on like for example if like Warner Brothers has has the ability to house all the costumes, has the ability to re-rent them, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of studios that just don't have rental houses. Yeah. So they have like 
um, and also rental houses only exist in LA. So we don't have them in New York. So sometimes they weigh the pros and cons of like, do we really want to ship like 60 E crates Mm -hmm. across the country to LA or do we want to just get rid of this stuff here now? And I mean, unfortunately it is a kind of a wasteful industry and there are lots of costumes that are just rotting away in warehouses all over the place. Um, and yeah, it's just, that's, it's very, it's very sad. I mean, there really, a, a lot of problems could be fixed if there was just a rental house in New York that could Damn, accept all dude. of these things. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should start that. You want to start a rental house? I mean, I don't, I... a place for all of the like unwanted costumes to go. <laughs> There has to be yeah, well, some that, gold Isn't in that. that what It's a Wrap does? And yeah, they just buy, like, they, they just buy E-crates. They're like, we we pay $500 <laughs> for an E-crate or whatever. And then yeah. they just get it all. Wow. And that's all producers really want is, like, just recoup a little bit of funds. And then you're yep. helping them out because they're not having to transport it across the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, have yeah. you ever been there? David just um, went woo. He da- our magic man. David loves <laughs> it's a wrap. He shops. He shops there often. Oh, I thought that was him telling us to get off already. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, think, I was like, David's oh, like, we are it's like, a wrap. It's We're a wrap. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do think that we are. Um, I think. Wow, I wasn't expecting to like. This be this excited still, you know yeah. what I mean? I love it. Thank you. You taught me so much. Oh my gosh! Well, like, there's so much more to say. I know. I did want to ask how, like, what, what was the most because we talk about being tired all the time and uh, yeah. like running around. You just said you were doing 45 things. Yeah. You have to go shopping. It's a bloody Sunday. Like, what's the most rewarding thing about your job that you're like? That's like you wake up and you're like, okay, yeah, like this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like. Despite yeah. all the f- fucking craziness that we have to go through, like probably it's a probably a tie between being in a fitting room with an actor and figuring it out together oh. and finding um, and just talking through the character because I think there's a misconception that um, in costumes it's really just like uh, you know who cares? It's just a t-shirt, it's just a pair of jeans or whatever. But it's like it's really not because mm-hmm. what we're doing is getting in the mindset of these human beings, these fake human beings that we're making up and being like, well, why would she buy these jeans? Mm-hmm. Like what was her, or what was her headspace? Like what would she wear in this time when like, she's really stressed out when she's really comfortable when she's like, what you're trying to inhabit this character and express how they're feeling through what they're wearing. And sometimes it doesn't end up being something that looks aesthetically pleasing, but it's something that, feels really right for this character in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think there's certain, there's just certain times when you find a look where you're like, we figured it out. This is, this is this character in a nutshell. Like this look is just exactly who this person is and expresses so much. And that like, you get a little high, I think from figuring that out with the actor and feeling really connected to this character and this actor. And it just feels very like all encompassing. Um, So that I really love. And I think the other part is going to set and seeing everybody do their job so expertly and so quickly, just seeing everybody, like all of these, all of these crew members that are at, that are so specialized in certain Mm -hmm. aspects of making this show happen. We have to do everything so quickly that it's like, everybody has this, everybody has this really specific job that they can do so well and so quickly. And they all rush in before the camera starts 
and they all do the thing that they're meant to do and then they rush out and it's ready like mm-hmm. it's just watching magic happen that's really cool that's awesome yeah well that was a really feel good um reply (laughs) (laughs) i love that can we talk about julia fox (laughs) 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 i was like i know that you have so much to say about this johnny and i have previously talked about her a little bit um it's just you have to. You have to. Um, but I'm also like kind of hitting like a threshold as to like how much more I can stand it. Does that make sense? Okay. But yeah. Like you're getting to like the eye roll stage of this performative act. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's me personally. Um, but I yeah. Mean, I arrived with the eye roll, I believe. <laughs> but I think. I mean, okay, well, first of all, I want to hear your thoughts on um, on Julia Fox. What are on Julia Fox. On? Yeah, okay, so on? I feel like base level, I love any human that is going to uh, really commit to a look. And mm. that doesn't mean that it has to even look good. But have you ever just like been at a resort and seen some trashy lady like living, like living her life? Living, yeah. And she's just like, she has committed to this character and she like every piece is there. It might not look good. You might not agree with it, <laughs> but she is living for herself. And that person I'll always love no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Good so, point. Like, and so I kind of apply that to Julia Fox where it's like, this is clearly, a, this is an art performance. Yeah. Like she has the ability to, to like pull all these things together that, the kinds of things that designers show on runways that like actually aren't applicable to real life. Like she's like, fuck it. I'll take that piece. Like she's (laughs) like, you know, like she's using those things that would otherwise go unneed in a lot of ways. She's She's for the environment. environment. (laughs) A sustainable queen. (laughs) I I just think that she's like, she's energy. Entertaining us and she's entertaining herself and I I'm here for it as long as she wants to to perform it, for right? me. And, yeah. Like yeah. Brittany, I love that. Say. That was that such, is actually that's a great it's a very like costume designer answer. Very like <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I do I do agree with you though. Like I do think that it is like maybe like half and half. I'm not like fully convinced, but it's the character of it all. Like it is like her like embodying. And I don't know if she was always this way or like at what point she adopted this like persona, but it is (laughs) like, you know, I mean, it was uncut gems and then it was sort of like right after that she, and then obviously like right after that going into dating Kanye and then she got like, you know, an even bigger platform, but it's, I want to, it's that thing of where I want to ignore it. But I can't, I can't, I can't look away. I can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, every fucking time it's like, oh my God. Yeah. And the inter- my favorite thing too is now it's, you know, it's been about the fashion, you know, for mm-hmm. the majority of it. But now I see her kind of going into like beauty a little bit, like with that one eyeliner look. And she's like, <laughs> I did it myself. Or you know, she's laughing she, all the way to the bank. I feel like she one hundred percent knows that's like that's an act, like yeah. all of that. Like she knows exactly. This woman <laughs> knows exactly what she's doing. 
Like, but she makes it seem as if she's an idiot, but she's not. She's okay. Not. <laughs> Brooke, you just mentioned a threshold, right? Like the eye roll stage, it's getting yeah. there for you. What's going to be like the straw that that's going to break the camel's back? Like what's going to be your like, all right, I'm tuning out. Like Oh, I don't think I don't think that there will be like a a definitive I moment. can't no, I can't imagine what that would be. I okay. think it'll just be a thing of like, mm, she goes away. Oh. You know, like I, I don't think it's going to be like a big grand yeah. final act. But okay, question then. <laughs> I think she'll just slowly like you know. If we're so, I mean, we're looking at her because of what she's wearing or what she's not wearing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh-huh. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> Brittany, is there anything you want to see on Julia Fox next? Like, what fashion piece? What? What's the next step? If you, yeah, if you could design a costume for her or style her. Oh my god! What would, what oh my god! Put her in? <laughs> I already, I because I, I already I guess know. I look to her. I look to her for the surprises, like oh. going grocery shopping. In that, I don't even know who made it, honestly. Like, but it was <laughs> like she wasn't. It was like she pants wasn't wearing was a pants, bag. Right? She wasn't wearing pants, but she had them. It was a bag. What, what was, was it? That? Diesel. Oh, I, I I saw the I saw I know the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who did it, but it was like, like I don't even want. I don't want to design anything for this woman. Um, she's she's working for she's working she's for doing me. It. Okay. Yeah, she's doing like she this is, is this is my entertainment. I love it. <laughs> I want to be surprised. Yeah. I want to be like gagged. I want to like. Yeah. I just want. Like, I want her to do something that surprises me. I feel like now it's like, I don't know, maybe like the opposite of what she's been doing, which yep. is like those super modest, yep. like extreme modesty. I, w- like, I want to put her in like Prada. I want to put her in like. I want to put her in vintage Moschino. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'd be very fun. Like the dinner jacket, you know, mm-hmm. with all the spoons and the, the cutlery. Mm-hmm. Either that or Jeremy Scott's Moschino for this upcoming collection. Where imagine her as like um the 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 feather duster or like oh my the, or like the cloth. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You know? No, that would be iconic. Like that would be fucking iconic. She's yeah, halfway I there. Would go like full camp. Yeah. You want her to go yes. like full camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Brittany said, you know, something like, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, I like mean, wearing the looks on the runway, they're unwearable. Yeah. Yeah. And like show us but in but in like in an environment like a supermarket parking lot right like (laughs) that's what i want that's and that's what she's been delivering i mean you know what we always say i think Brittany, you and i have kind of like done this a couple times like one of my favorite things to do is is to find those like even like more so like gorgeous pieces or runway pieces what have you and be like oh yeah like I would just wear that on the weekend like I would wear that to Trader Joe's or whatever like she's living that fantasy yeah I mean it might not be like what we would wear but she's wearing (laughs) the like outlandish to do like everyday her everyday chores like her her errands I feel I mean I feel like that's kind of how I lead in the office you know at Pechuga where my assistant is wearing the Chanel Nipokini (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just like walking around or like the, the, the elevated courts and my mom the other day found me in my office um, with like the Fendace boots I think oh <laughs> or like some crazy and she no I had these like Gucci monogram leggings oh the with, leggings yes with the super elevated court pumps and they were like halfway to like my knees and I 
I'm like, I can't even imagine what my mom would have like with thinks of all of us walking around like that. Yeah. But yeah, I I love that you're like vicariously living through <laughs> Julia. <laughs> okay, and then you want to see her in Prada. I yeah, I kind of agree with you. I I want to see maybe like because. I don't know. Yeah, like a Prada or like something like super modest. Mm. Yeah. You know? Ooh. I want to see her in like The Gap. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I want Easy. her. Right? Easy. Like I want I want Easy her in a J, I want her in a J Crew campaign. I want her in like something that feels just like, like why does that feel like what's next for her? I would hope like I mean, going extremely commercial hilarious, model. Right? Hilarious. Yeah. For like Brandy <laughs> Melville. Oh my God, Brandy Melville. Like Normcore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she started so many micro trends already. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Okay, and then all oh, right. So then this is where we can do the the lightning round trends. Yeah, let's okay. get into talk it. Talk about scared. Cool. Nah, oh, don't God. be, Brittany. What is the one trend you want to see come back? On the Irishman, the I've like fell in love with these like Hollywood waist pants mm-hmm. um, for men and women, but like just the way that those pants, I don't know why everybody's not just making those pants from the 1940s for yep. men and women, like just a really, it already is kind of happening, but just like really like incredibly high-waisted pants look really good on human bodies. It's already kind of coming back, but I feel like I haven't seen like a true Hollywood waste mm-hmm. on anything modern right now. And I just think that it needs to happen. Yeah. What's a Hollywood waste? <laughs> oh, how do I describe it's this? Like, it's it's just- interesting because it's like similar almost to like corsetry because like I feel like mm. isn't, it's like a larger waistband. Yeah. It sits and it's like, like the inverted pleats. I think. Yeah. That's and like it sits like it. just kind of like at the bottom of the rib cage I normally. Love that. And then it goes. Yeah. Oh my God. Agreed. Hard agree here. Okay. I'm definitely going to be looking into this. Yeah. Yeah. I want a pair now. Thank you. My Brittany. pants, which you yeah. can't really see or Hollywood. Pa- I was wearing a corset pretty. the other day and like my ribs you did wear a corset the other day. Hurt. So this is actually yeah. Then you should try these pants. All of their shit is so. I, yeah, yeah. Love it. Get them made. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. for sure. Okay. So sure. you want Hollywood pants to come back? All right. Great. Yeah. If you could design Hollywood waist pants. Sorry. If you could have designed any television show in history, oh. what would that have been? I love the nanny. But I don't oh. I don't have any I don't have any delusions that I could have done that any better. Oh my god. Um so Brenda Cooper slayed Genius. that game and but I I would have loved to assisted her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would Learned have been her. amazing. Just so then, love those. I just love the like audacity of those looks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like they did not care about reality. I mean, not for her, but Zero. everybody else was real. But she was just not. And like, I just love. I loved that. She is the Julia Fox of. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love the fact that they had to shorten everything for for Fran Drescher. Oh like, yeah, like the Alaya, the Vivian Westwood, the Chanel. Oh I'm God. like Brenda was like, yeah, fuck it, just cut it up, cut it up. Yeah, Queen. All right, so uh, you would have loved to have assisted uh, the nanny. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, okay, that was actually going to be one of my next questions. Favorite costume designer. Uh, oh, had, favorite costume designer of all time. Of all time, I mean, Ooh, I know it's I hard. Think that- it's not. Oh. It's just a, a very obvious answer. Oh. 
Who? I mean, Sandy, Sandy Powell is the best costume designer Sandy of all Powell. time, in my opinion. She's um, amazing. She's amazing. She, her color theory and just use of colors in a way that I just, it's like, I'm just in awe of it. The way that she puts colors together is in a way that is like very real mm-hmm. and centers your story, like grounds your story in reality, but it's also still very beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, like if you watch any of her, you'll see it. If you watch Carol, like yeah. Carol is a great oh example. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, so so um, tell me. So for people that are not familiar with Sandy Powell, uh, who yeah. are listening, wh- what is she best known for? What is how? Do, what's her claim to fame? What is she? Well, she's definitely in the running to be the second most uh, winning uh, Academy Award winner mm-hmm. um, for costumes. Wow. But Edith Edith Head is the is nobody's ever going to catch up to Edith Head. Yeah. But like under Edith Head, I think is Colleen Atwood, who's mm-hmm. also a fucking genius, and Sandy Powell, and I'm sure that I'm missing someone else that is the lead. Irene Sheriff, I think Irene Sheriff's maybe next. Mm. Um. So, uh, how do I? Wow. How do I say, I'm trying to think of the things that she's known the best for. Yeah. I mean, she did the favorite. She did the Irishman. She just does a lot of Martin Scorsese's movies. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like, she did the, she did Departed, which is like, oh my God, not at all period. She did. Um, wow. She did Mary Poppins. Like she's just, she's an, she's an icon. She's oh. wonderful. She's Damn. yeah, she's incredible. But I mean, if we're not talking, I also have like a lot of other like my friend Megan Kasperlik, I think is one of the most genius costume designers like of my generation costume designers. She just finished Moon Knight. And if oh, I don't know if so you guys good. have seen the costumes Whoa. up close, but they are just so um, incredible. Insane. The Scarlet insane. Scarab costume is yeah. Oh my god. Hand painted. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like Johnny, you have to see these costumes up close. They're just really amazing. They're Damn. really groundbreaking. Damn. Incredible. Nuts. Um, or like my friend Christina Spiridakis, who just finished Queer as Folk, that's out now. I just started um, that last night. The costumes are so good. The yeah. costumes are so good. And it's a really cute show. I'm mm. really liking it. Yeah, she's really incredible. I mean, there's like, there's so many. I mean, I I like want to hype all of my friends up because I just feel like they're so, they're just so <laughs> brilliant. Um, like Dana Covarrubias, who's doing um, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. Like, just oh. like really, there's just so many. There's so many fantastic costume designers that are doing work right now, and it's there's just so much work to be done. Yeah, that we're getting to see a lot of up and coming designers get way more opportunities than they used to. So it's like uh, this breeding ground for an incredible talent. Yeah, yeah. There is so much. <laughs> there is so much happening right now. Um, yeah. um, I well, mean, we could go of, on forever. I know, right? Because I'm like, I had another question, but um, well, something I that we I wanted to touch point on is, we well, yeah, like, what what are you working on right now? What do you have upcoming? Like, let's let's tell yeah. the people what yeah. where we can find you next and where. Obviously, the Wilds um, on Amazon is out. Yeah, came out this spring, which is wonderful. Um, but yeah, what what are you up to nowadays? Well, I did the second, just to be clear, I did the second season of The Wilds for Amazon. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. My f- friend Josh did the first um, the first season. And then Brooke's friend, um, Anastasia, <laughs> the pilot, yeah, Anastasia did the pilot. Um, it, it's a, a, you know, collaboration of costume designers doing these, uh, these shows. Um, and so I hope 
if we get picked up for season three, then I can uh, come back and, and do season three for, for them because I love uh, everybody involved in that so much. Um, I'm currently working on a show called Wilderness that is also for Amazon. So I went from the wilds to wilderness. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a misnomer <laughs> on this one. Um, so this one that I'm working on now, I think should be out in 2023. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know what's next. Okay. I really, awesome. what I would really like to do is is switch to movies. Okay. I've never designed one myself before, and television is really grating. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. it would be really nice to do a movie. <laughs> We're gonna I manifest it. We're getting a yes. movie. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And where yes. where can our listeners uh, find you? Oh, yeah. oh, sure. On Instagram, my handle is Britney Costumes. It's Britney. It's Britney like Britney Murphy, not like Britney Spears. If you have to call <laughs> it, um, I've been saying it for a while. Uh, let me, I'm, like I Murphy, not like Spears. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and where can we see your work? Like, what do you have a website that we can like see? I have a website. Okay, yeah. Amazing. Because um, I would love. Uh, to my see website my- is BritneyKateGriffin.com. Amazing. Amazing. Yay. I love it. Oh, my Watch my red carpet recaps whenever I'm not too tired to do them. Yes. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I know we should. We uh, we can definitely have you on for just like. No, we have to. Just that we, segment alone. You Brittany's know? coming I, back. I would love to. Love to. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for joining us today. I know. Thanks thank for you. Having me. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. It's been such a long time coming. I'm so like... glad to finally put a face to that comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so definitely. Yeah. Be, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I know. Thank you, Brittany. We love you. And we'll see you very soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.